Welcome to the Women Empower podcast, where women entrepreneurs share their stories, struggles, and accomplishments. We are here to listen to women in all walks of life, from starting a business to running million-dollar companies, from personal to business, and everything in between. Let's get started. Here's your host, Brie Logue. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Brie Logue, and this is the Women in Power podcast. Today, we have Josie Valdez and Darian Huff. They are both sales rep with Argenta Solar here in Texas. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Pretty good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> awesome. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves um, and what you're currently doing? My name is Darian. I'm 27 years old. Um, I've been with the company going on two years now, and I'm currently doing solar solar cells. So my name is Josie Valdez, 24 years old. I'm from California. I actually moved to Texas. It's been about two years now. Um, I'm six months in uh, moving to Texas. I started the cell job here. So I've been with the company two years now um, and I'm the same as Darian with Solar Specialist. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how you got into solar. So for me, starting the sales job to begin with, it was kind of an accident. Um, I was tired of my nine uh, nine to five job. Um, overworked me, uh, worked tons of hours with no extra pay. So I went on Indeed and signed up for a ton of jobs. And I came across the door-to-door job. Uh, they gave me a call and they gave me an opportunity. And it just took off from there. So it's been a long time that I've been with this company now. So with me, it was kind of the same thing. I was going through like a little hiccup in my life. And I had started putting in the applications on Indeed, trying to get myself a job. Um and I ended up here. And solar was something that I had actually already been looking into. So whenever we made that transition, like it was kind of a, I can say, like it was meant to be. <laughs> Love it. So I know you guys are the top sales reps for your company. Obviously, pretty new to you when you first started, and now you're, you know, one of the top reps in the company. That's super cool. Tell us about that journey a little bit. Um. So for me personally, um, I would say like. You have to invest in yourself, be able to take direction and always be willing to learn because for the both of us, this was something fairly new. Um, so you just have to be open. I mean, there's always times for you to be a leader, but sometimes you do have to follow in order to, um, to get to that point. Yeah. So in order to get to where we are now, um, it was a lot of just listening. Um, especially when we first started, right? So we know nothing about cells, the skills, uh, little nuggets here and there. So it was a matter of putting in a full day of work, even if it meant staying out until 9 p.m. Um, and that's how you get, you know, to the point of being a leader is actually putting in time um, and investing in yourself as well. So that's a big thing that we did is even after going home, we go home and, you know, watch uh, videos, even if it's on YouTube or mm-hmm. some kind of, you know, online university and it gets you to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is there any like one in particular that you guys really enjoyed, like uh, sales training wise? Um, there's a lot of, uh, like for us especially, there's a lot of solar guys that go on YouTube and they just make a ton of videos um, about just information on how it works and all that kind of stuff. But right now we do have a software um, with Quativa and they actually have a Quativa University um, and it has a ton of little, little nuggets about door to door and then solar as well. So right now that's, that's what I really like is that Quativa University. So are you guys doing door to door? Are you actually knocking on doors? Or are you more just calling? Um, so right now we um, have team. Yeah. It's kind of half and half. So we have teams. Um, we're basically like leaders of our setters. So um, it's completely up to us, but whenever it comes to training them, we do have to be in the field. 
because we want for them to get to where we are. That's <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, so we are still knocking doors, um, and that's how we started. Um, it's just knocking door to door. We actually don't do a lot of calling. We do have leads coming in from like certain, uh, some other stuff that's coming in for us, but mostly it's just knocking doors well that sounds terrifying to me personally <laughs> just going up and just knocking on doors um so you obviously have to have a lot of confidence to do that and it's a how do you guys deal with rejection because i assume you get a lot of rejection that way too but the rejection i guess you just i mean because whenever it really boils down to it like some people they just aren't having a good day like it doesn't necessarily have to do with you in general um it could be something that they're dealing with personally like you just can't take it to heart just have to take it and keep keep going yeah we definitely run into a lot of people that either just slam the door in your face or mm-hmm. just tell you no yeah. um and you kind of just have to take every single no as a feedback yeah so instead of you know getting your feelings hurt think about like what did i do wrong for them to give me a no mm-hmm. right and then once you get to that yes knocking doors you feel like yes like if it's been a good day and you kind of just forget about the no's um, but you definitely have to be strong and be able to deal with rejection because it's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> rejection, a lot of people definitely struggle with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't take them personally. I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And it's, I'm sure it's a numbers game too, right? You're going to get yeah. so many no's mm-hmm. before you actually get the yes. I'm sure you guys have all those numbers very calculated out too. <laughs> yeah, we do. And that's something that we um, we talk to our setters about too. It's all about numbers. Um, it's not about how many no's you get in a day. It's just as many doors as you knock. That's how the math is going to work out. And those are the numbers we give our setters. Love it. Yes, definitely. If you if you know the feel like beforehand, it definitely makes it a little easier, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. So what are your biggest setbacks or struggles that you've dealt with in the industry in general or just, you know, when you're first starting out? My biggest setbacks um, in general like just in life in general, um, were really like my own bad choices. Like I've struggled with like addiction, stuff like that. And really just like overcoming that. Um, because at the end of the day, like you have to stop lying to yourself and like take accountability for situations that you put yourself in. Um, and until you reach that point, like you're always going to stay in the same place for sure. And that has to do with like many things, especially in this industry, like this, was saying, like the, feedback that you receive you have to be able to take that feedback and don't dwell on it just grow from whatever it is that you got that feedback from use it as I guess fuel you know what I mean for me when I first started I think it was more getting out of my comfort zone so I would get super shy talking in front of people my lips would tremble um even just like getting in front of the office because we do a lot of role play mm-hmm. um to show you know that the new people how to stand at the door um, but even then, my lip would tremble and I would like start shaking. Um, so it it really went down to just working until like 9 p.m. and talking to a bunch of people and getting comfortable. And that really helped me not just in business, but also in my personal social life. Um, is you know being more of a social butterfly instead of just staying in the back and being a you know just not saying anything. So it really helped me not not just knocking doors, but outside my uh, my my work life as well. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Role playing, it can be really tough uh, at yeah. first. Yeah, it's super awkward, the right? Office. Yes. Yeah. So in the office, everybody knows what you're supposed <laughs> to say. So it's the hardest uh, pitch to do is in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Darian, you said holding yourself accountable. So how do you do that personally? 
Um, me personally, so we all have days like where we wake up and, you know, you'd rather do this instead of doing that. But the thing that you'd rather do, like you have to really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, like, okay, if I go and I do this, like, is it going to get me to where I want to be? You know, and that's where you have to like take accountability for yourself for sure. Um, and I struggled with that a lot, but I really am. I'm getting better at it. So <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Holding myself accountable is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to, right? Especially like, you know, sales, you're an entrepreneur, you are the only person that's really, you know, there to hold you accountable. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't do the things, you're not going to get paid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's another thing of working sales jobs is if you don't put in the work, you're not getting paid, mm-hmm. right? So you're not, it doesn't really hurt your, um, I guess your employers, it hurts more of yourself because at the end of the day, you're not making any money for yourself. So if we actually want to make a ton of money and be where we want to be in our futures, then you have to work your butt off. And otherwise you just get complacent. For sure. Yeah. I feel like uh, being commission only definitely, or even, yeah, like said, having a small base, it definitely pushes you forward too. It pushes you to, you know, I have to get this done. For sure. So I think that was a good segue to entrepreneurship or sales has so many ups and downs. Like how do you guys handle the bad day? or after you just have a really bad experience how do you kind of recover so from i mean there's definitely a lot of things where it just feels tougher than others um and you either just want to go home right after a, a work meeting uh, or you just don't feel like it but for me um i i think back on my family um and the life that i want to provide for them um but not only them also myself right so i i want to create generational wealth um, so I think back to, you know, when I have kids, I want them to be in an awesome position and give them a better life than what I had. Um, so that's what gets me through the, the bad days, is knowing that I want a better future for myself and my family. And um, so for me, I have a I have a daughter. She'll be two um, on the second. And um, so, I mean, it's just me and her. So it never really boils down to it, like the bad days and what I want to provide for her. Um it always outweighs the bad days because I mean, no matter what, there's something that I have a goal and I want to reach it. And in order to reach that goal, um, I really just have to dust the bad days off. <laughs> and I know for her, she has a picture of her daughter in her car. So yeah. I know like, whenever she's having bad days, she takes a look at that picture and she's like, that's what I'm looking for. So you really have to put your why in front of your struggles. Ooh, I love that. Your why in front of your struggles. That is great. Everybody, everybody has bad days. So you just got to move forward. Remember your why. I love that. Yeah, most definitely. So what tips do you guys have for women who are just starting out? They want to make more money. They want a different career path than they're going now. My advice for that is, I mean, you can accomplish anything that you put your mind to. Always surround yourself with people who are going to support you. And even if that, and at the end of the day, if that person is just yourself, just always surround yourself with positivity, uh, no matter what. Because, I mean, there's like a saying that whenever there's, and that fruit and you put it next to a fruit that's good, it's gonna also contaminate that other fruit. So you just wanna always stay around positive people and people who um, support your vision for sure. Yeah, so starting off, um, especially as a woman in the sales business, you have to make sure that you have a good support system behind you, whether that's your partner, your parents, your friends, because they're gonna be the, the people that lift you up during your bad days. Somebody that you can call and be like, hey, you know, I'm going through this right now. And they talk you through, you know, through it instead of telling you, oh, yeah, you should just take a day, relax. And um, you have to have a big 
support system and they will either move up with you or they're going to stay behind and either one is okay um because you want like you said you know surround yourself with people that are actually going to support what you what your goals are your circle is so important especially even when you are you guys at the office most of the days yeah mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. <laughs> So how do you guys keep your culture in the office so positive? Um, it's just treating it like a family. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, yeah, that's just my coworker. We come into the office. We talk about our days, how the day before went, um, even just calling or texting um, each other in the field. Like, hey, how's it going out there? And just like I said, treating each other like family and even doing like little hangouts outside the office as well, um, making sure we're bonding and just not bringing any negativity to the office mm. leave it at the door before you even come in yes <laughs> exactly um any issues that we run into in the field we always try to help each other to okay you should do this or just positive feedback yeah, and all, honestly it goes down to uh doug and wayne as well um they keep us on track of you know how we should treat each other um and we see it with them and so we reflect that as well so um, they're a big factor in the, the culture that we have um, in this company as well. That's awesome, right? If leadership doesn't show that they're doing the work too, it definitely can poison the whole environment. Exactly. Most definitely. And you see that a lot. You definitely see that a lot in other companies. You do, yeah. I've definitely worked for some bad managers before. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who just you know boss you all around and don't yeah. want to do the work themselves you know that's definitely not the kind of <laughs> leaders you want yeah and then it shows in the environment and then everybody has a negative attitude so um it, it just goes down the ladder so what are you guys' favorite books what do you recommend for people to read um my favorite book is mastery by robert Greene. it's a really good read it's really about finding your niche it talks about like other successful people as well you have the chance to definitely pick that up <laughs> I will. I haven't read that one, so that's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. My favorite book is uh, Five Bold Choices. Um, it's by Jay and Larry Julian, um, and it's about rising above, um, and it's about faith. So even if you know you don't believe in God, it's just believing in something bigger than you, and it's about becoming confident and overcoming obstacles. Um, it's a it's a short read, um, but it's a really good book about how to take accountability accountability for yourself and then just persevering through all the obstacles that you you do um, come in life. Because a lot of obstacles, you know, whether it's um, through family or in business, um, you're going to run into it. So it's just working through that and not letting you not letting it bring you down. You guys stumped me today. I haven't read either of those ones. So I'm <laughs> definitely added to my list. <laughs> They're good books. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on today. Uh, how can people connect with you? So my Instagram is Hilda Valdez or Genta. Um, and then obviously my Facebook is my personal one. So Josie Valdez, you can find me at either one of those. My Insta is Darian Huff. It's all one word. And then my Facebook, it's the same. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I really appreciate you being here today. Thank, thank you, you for so having much, us. Free. Thank you for listening to the Women in Power podcast. Please hit the subscribe and like button to see more episodes. New episodes air every Wednesday morning, so please join our Facebook group, Women in Power, for the latest updates and news about our podcast.